0: Welcome to PR After Hours, your weekly cocktail of news and interviews with leading thinkers in PR, marketing, and business. So pull up a chair in our virtual lounge. Your host, Alex Greenwood, will be right back after this. Hey, it is Rick Lozano. I'm a keynote speaker, the author of Acoustic Leadership, Develop a Leadership Culture that Resonates, and a musician... And I love PR After Hours. Alex Greenwood hooks you up with some great advice to help you in your business as an entrepreneur. Listen in. PR After Hours rocks. it never hurts to get back to basics and that's why today i'm going to give you some good solid basic tips for running an effective pr campaign i checked out my friends at hubspot and they have a nice post about it and you'll find a link in the show notes and i'll just riff on that a little bit today and i'll make it quick i promise there are these wonderful 10 pro tips and it's all about making sure your message is prepared released properly and is most effective okay first thing they say number one right up the bat set a goal it's limitations and metric of success. They say it's important to start with a big picture goal. What do you hope to achieve with your campaign? Do you want to reach a new audience? Do you want to boost sales on a product? Do you want to build a positive relationship with the public? Once you have that big picture goal, that's when you narrow it down further. For which product in particular do you want to boost sales? Or for what do you want your brand to be known? Or you you? know who are you, whose message are you trying to amplify? So take into account how big your budget is and whether there should be a deadline. By laying a campaign roadmap, you're giving yourself a focus metric to measure your success. Number two, know your audience. Before you can choose how you want to deliver your message, you must decide who you want to receive it. You know, I've said it before, I'll say it again. The whole idea of I'll write a press release and just fire it out to everybody and their dog, spray and pray, as we say. It's a waste of your time. It frequently annoys journalists who you send it to because most of the time, if you're not paying attention, you're sending it probably to the wrong person. It's just not a, a constructive use of your time or your client's time. So know your audience. If you're targeting families, you might want to create a campaign that expresses a family first message or demonstrates why the brand cares how its product affects loved ones. And then of course, find journalists who are receptive to that kind of message. Number three, choose the right platform. Um, You're going to want to choose a platform for delivering your messages that is the most effective. Um, For instance, does your ideal audience prefer TV or radio, a press release, or a press conference? Well, that'd be interesting. don't see a lot of press conferences these days. This information will help you strategize everything else. Number four, find your creative angle. Uh, This is interesting. They say no one says you can't run a successful campaign on small news like a company award, but your story must be interesting to the public luckily every story has a creative angle look at it from the public's point of view why should they care you know i say this all the time to my clients when they come to me or prospective clients or they have an idea okay i want to get a press release out about this that or the other and i just say okay i need you to answer one question for me if you're the person on the other end receiving this information what's in it for me That works so well. It sounds selfish. It's not, trust me. It works so well, though, because when you're choosing which journalists to send it to, which news outlets, you have to say, if I were them, what's in it for me to, one, open this email, and two, read it, and then three, either post it or post part of it or move forward with an interview, etc. If there's not something in it for the audience, for example, if you have a brand new website, just maybe you reskinned your website, that's probably nothing in it for anybody else but you. If Tim down the hall in accounting got promoted from assistant manager of accounting to full-blown manager and congrats, Tim, probably doesn't matter to anybody but you and your clients uh, who who use accounting, you know, interface with the accounting department. So you've got to wonder, you know, why a lot of people think, okay, i got to get a release out there and, and I want the Wall Street Journal to cover this. It's just very rare that... Unless you're a part of a huge company or you're part of a superstar team, it's just very rare that the media is going to be interested. So you've got to find that creative angle. You know, now it might be different if Tim down the hall actually is better known for doing something else. Perhaps he's one of your community's biggest fundraisers for the United Way, or he's you know he's done something like done like five marathons or something like that for charity. You know, if you can find an angle like that, you might get a better shot at getting Tim's news out there. That leads us right into write an exceptional press release. Number five, if you want journalists to help you, you gotta help them. Rather than writing a press release like a promotion, for example, our new iPhone, or, its or not iPhone, sorry, our new phone is now available, write one with a strong news angle. It's like one local cell phone shop hopes to compete with Apple's iPhone. See the difference? The first press release option, is really just an ad. The second is a story. Include relevant quotes from employees or industry leaders and include all the necessary information a journalist might need, including art. You want them to have pictures all that stuff. Graphics, if you have charts, include them. It's so helpful. Number six, when you get all that together, distribute it wisely. As I've said previously, send the story to your local TV or radio stations. That's fine. It's imperative you've done your research on media companies by visiting their website and seeing how much your industry influences the publication's news stream. But remember, media outlets don't care, remember this, what's in it for me, that you're opening a new Italian restaurant. But they do care about an interesting story like Convenient meals for large families is an untapped market in Kansas City and a new Italian restaurant is heating this demand. Think about it. Number 7. Build relationships with journalists. This is huge. You know, um, sometimes I think it's overrated because of the churn in newsrooms these days. It just seems like you just get to know certain people at particularly newspapers or other print publications, but even TV and then within six months they're gone or they've moved to a different outlet and it's just like you're starting all over. So I probably not invested as much in this, but that's probably not a good thing for me, is that I should have. I've got some great contacts sprinkled throughout the the media, particularly local media, and I should probably do a better job of building relationships and just having to realize that churn is all part of the deal. Um, So email, call, or even try reaching out to specific reporters via their Twitter handle with your story so you can begin building a long-term relationship with someone who might be willing to write about your company in the future. Remember that they may say no five times, but if they know who you are, you're persistent but not obnoxious and you are sending them stuff that's part of their beat. Trust me, eventually it does work out. This has happened so many times. I've had reporters say, I can't help you on this one, but keep me in the loop. And then there they were a year later. Took care of something for a client and did a great job on it. Now, after you release your message, you go to number eight. That's link building. Once your story begins spreading throughout the media, it's critical you take advantage of the traction you're getting for a long-term boost to your website's domain authority. Uh, They recommend checking out Fresh Web Explorer and Google News. With Google News, you can even set up an alert for your company so you don't need to check the press manually. Also, it's a lot cheaper, particularly if you have a small operation. It's a lot cheaper than getting a monitoring service. And whenever you see your company or campaign mentioned, send an email to the journalist who wrote the article or the publication itself. And you can say something like, Hey, I hope you're well. I just finished reading one of your articles entitled, insert title here, an interesting and enjoyable read. I've noticed during the article... You mentioned, insert campaign or company name here. I was wondering if you could add a link to, insert link here. Hopefully this will give your readers additional information if they wish to research them further. Let me know if you can help. Kind regards, John Smith. By phrasing this as a benefit to the publication's readers and not you, you're giving the journalist a good incentive to add a link back to your site. But again, it's not, hey, do me a favor, man. My boss would really appreciate it if I got a link into the story. It's more about how can I help added value to what you're covering here on my story. Number 9. Social shares. Similar to link building, asking media outlets who published your article to share it on their social channels is an effective method to attract a large audience to your campaign. For instance, if your story is picked up by Cosmo, why not try to reach some of their 2.2 million Instagram followers? Since social media moves fast, you'll want to email a publication immediately when your story goes live to ask if their social media manager might be willing to share it while it's still fresh. And by the way, Always, always retweet and reshare when a, a journalist posts something of yours, posts a story or part of a press release or anything mentioning you and your client. Make sure you make, make a point of sharing it. They need those clicks. Their editors are asking them to build online audiences, and you can help them with that. It's really simple, and that's why you should have. This is another story. Your own solid uh, social media, robust presence as a person. You know, I, as I've said before, I'm always around nine thousand plus Twitter followers, which is you know it's modest, but it's it's better than most. And um, I have several uh, uh, thousand followers on the other platforms as well. I mean, when you can amplify um, the message, you're you're doing that reporter a favor, and they'll remember it, and you're doing yourself a favor. Number ten, write a company blog post. Yep, people still do it, and if your campaign is successful, you'll likely see an increase in visits to your website. Capitalize on this increased traffic by writing your own blog post, detailing. The same information you wrote in your press release this will enable your business to provide relevant information to people who want to learn more about your campaign and the services you provide and i want to give you a bonus on this one we had a guest a few months back swire ho he's a promotions expert gosh he's just a great guy great interview i'll try to remember to put the link in the show notes not only was he a great guest and not only did he share it on his social A few months later, uh, he actually wrote a blog post where he amplified the messaging and he gave links back to me. I mean, he's a textbook case of how you should do these things. I mean, if you consider me part of the media, since I am the host and producer of a podcast, which is what he did, he treated me as if I'm the media. This is a textbook case on how to do it. In fact, I will I will make a point to make sure there's a link to that in the show notes because you really should check it out. I wish all my guests would do something like this after they appear on this show or Mysterious Goings On, my other show. Anyway, the HubSpot article has PR campaign examples for you to look at. They have uh, free templates to download. HubSpot folks are really good and really smart. Of course, they are uh, about that inbound marketing. They're trying to pull you in with free information. Uh, there's a press release template in KID, the whole thing. A uh, link will be in the show notes. But just getting back to it, these 10 pro tips for running an effective PR campaign, I think if you stick to these and are very intentional about how you do your campaigns, you're going to see some great results. Let me know if I can help you. You know where to find me at prafterhours.com. Hey listeners, are you considering new ways to build awareness for yourself, your clients, your brand, your business? Might I suggest the podcast option? The podcast option is actually my new ebook available exclusively on amazon.com. In this fast reading book, I give you the benefit of my 15 years podcasting and broadcasting experience with stories, practical tips and advice from hundreds of hours I've spent as a podcast host, producer and guest. The podcast option is mandatory reading for those new to podcasting and a welcome addition to the Veteran Podcasters Library. You can get the podcast option Tips and Tricks to Make Podcasting Work for You exclusively on Amazon.com or you can click on the link in the show notes or visit prafterhours.com the podcast option i hope you will choose it you know what that means it's last call here at the virtual lounge be sure to visit prafterhours.com for links to what we discussed in this episode and more Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And join us next time for another round at PR After Hours with Alex Greenwood.